Well, now, today we've heard another one of Matthew's many parables. But the meaning, what this all was supposed to tell us, might be a little confusing for some of us. In the past, I had some doubts as to just what point Matthew was trying to make. Now, he tells us the story of a rich man who, upon leaving his home, entrusts three of his servants with large, really large sums of money. The parable says he distributes it among them according to their abilities. One is given five talents, another, th two, another three, two, and the third is given just one. Now, in biblical times, a single talent represented a very large sum of money. Scholars write that a single talent was about equal to the same amount of money the average laborer could earn in 15 years of effort. Five talents would be worth what that man might earn in three quarters of a century. Although, of course, it's very doubtful that he would have lived nearly that long. Now, the difficulty that, that I've had with this parable relates to that last servant, the one who only received the one talent. The parable tells us each servant was given an amount equal to his abilities. The master only gave one talent to the servant who buried it in the ground and made the master no profit. But then he was only living down to the master's expectations. So why did this cause the master such great upset? The poor man was really doomed to failure even before he dug that hole in the ground. But over time, our understanding of words and their meaning can change. For example, during the Middle Ages, as our English language began to evolve, the word talent could still relate to an amount of biblical money, but eventually a second meaning became dominant. The word talent became understood to be a special ability that an individual might possess. As the master of the parable entrusted his servants with talents, likewise, God entrusts each of us with our talents or our abilities. Over time, it became much easier to understand the meaning of talents in this parable as those special skills that we all have. Some of us are talented as, as teachers, and some as preachers, and some as musicians. Others may excel at caregiving in hospitals or senior centers. We have those who excel in sewing, knitting, or weaving. A few, like those first two servants in this parable, are good at investing. Those servants received the, the reward of their master's pleasure and much more money to invest. No money for themselves, of course, but then, you know, just having a happy master can go a long ways. 
but that last servant? Well, he risked nothing. He took what had been entrusted to him and simply hid it. He made no effort to make use of his talent. There's not much risk in digging a hole and sticking it in the ground. But there's also no potential gain. Not for him or anyone else. For not taking any risk with what had been entrusted to him, the master provided punishment. In his teachings to us, Jesus has emphasized time and again the heart of the good news is love. Our God created this world out of love and placed us in it. But in addition to love, he also gave us the freedom to do great evil or great good. God gives us choices, and through our own choices, we can be hurt, and we can hurt others. A world where real love is an option is a pretty risky place. Pain and suffering are not only possible, but very likely. Yet, this world of choices founded on love is also what makes possible all the special acts of giving and self-sacrifice. This world may often seem to be one of pain and suffering. It's all around us. But it can also be one of generosity and kindness. God has invested so very much love in us through the life and the death of his only son. We can never possibly repay him a fraction of the love that we receive. But the good news here is we don't really have to try. I believe while God welcomes our love, He's not as much interested in paybacks as he is in having us take our love and paying it forward. God is not like that wealthy landowner in today's parable. He wants us to use our talents, our abilities, whatever they may be, for the benefit of others. Using our talents paying love forward is a risky business. Living the gospel, living the gospel has always been dangerous. Risk is inherent in saying simple things like, I'm sorry, or can I help you? Or most of all, in just saying, I love you. Our God has shown us love beyond measure and in return only asks that you share that love with others. So then the true heart of this parable is really about faith and trust. 
where we step forward in faith with love, we can trust that God is already there. <laughs>